0: there internet Troy to the max extreme here and ghost hunter Dave, and together we are imperious Rex. uh we are continuing our event fatigue uh event (laughs) and if you would like to listen to us on uh, a a downloadable podcasting platform we have a plethora of them to choose from find any your favorite podcast apps and do it or you can just find the link in the description of this youtube video
1: That's right. You're more than welcome to take us on a run with you, or you know, while you're doing laundry around the house. (laughs) That's right. To a parade, to a protest, (laughs) whatever is going on that you feel you should be doing, do it and bring us along.
0: Perfectly said, Dave. Mm Uh, Dave, we are detouring a bit today to uh, not to do like a large event, but we're gonna just like. Just see what's happening in the Avengers a little bit before we jump right back into our big tentpole summer event.
1: That's right. Uh, last we checked in, they were disbanded, disassembled, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and you know what? Six months later, they've gone and reassembled <laughs> into a brand new Avengers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Called the New Avengers. That's right. It's almost like Bendis had this whole plan. That God damn. He is just a brainchild. He's like the egghead. puppet head. master. <laughs> uh, so this uh, took the world by storm, I would say. The comic world by storm. Because this Avengers rocked roster... Took me by
1: storm. Knocked me off my rocker.
0: Oof. Knocked you off that creaky chair. Now you gotta walk around?
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a little behind the scenes. I've got a creaky chair in my office that I normally record on. And um, I'm just, I'm holding the mic and I'm pacing around the office as I do. I'm going to just see how that goes.
0: Let's see if you get all the jitters out, you know?
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> I warn Troy, if I'm creaking too much, you tell me. You give me one warning. And then I'm going to get one more warning. And <laughs> if I'm still creaking, then I'm going to switch chairs. And then I thought, you know what? We're living in the 21st century. It's a new day and age. That's right. You've heard of standing desks. Well... Let's get rid of that desk altogether and let's walk around with the microphone (laughs) still plugged into the computer. So I've got a short leash. But um, that's where we're at right now.
0: I love this. Nine o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah. New age thinking. Yep. Uh,
1: It's time for change.
0: This... Avengers team took the world by storm. It's Avengers that no one ever thought would be a group together. I tell you what. That's right. And they all came together in a very convenient (laughs) way in a volume one of Avengers called Breakout. Oh, man.
1: I am a big fan of this arc. I'll tell you what. This got me back into reading, uh, I would say, the mainstream Marvel
0: Universe. Oh, yeah. Same here. Uh, I was really taken by the art when it first started i really right. uh dug uh bendis's dialogue and i just liked the the random assortment of people that was in it i thought that was the most interesting part it's like Same now here who who they couldn't possibly add spider-man the, but maybe not de, de, but oh they have spider what wo- but uh, pop, not wolver oh my god all of them <laughs> And Luke Cage. And Luke Cage. Everybody. Uh, and they even had like a... on He, he sprinkled in a little bit of a, a mystery box with uh, adding the Sentry in this uh, arc as well. As well as Ronin, who doesn't make an appearance except on the
1: covers of many of these. Oh yeah, that's right. Even though he doesn't pop up for like three more arcs. But he was on the covers because... Um, Spoiler, that doesn't actually happen. I think it was initially planned for him to be Daredevil, I heard, because he is one of the characters that um, is brought together through happenstance and the formation of the team, but then declines membership when Cap officially asks him to join the New Avengers. mm mm-hmm. So I think uh, Bendis was kind of plotting out that maybe Daredevil would join secretly. But then whatever was going on in the Daredevil book, I think it just didn't quite line up. So he scrapped that, and we got a different character behind the Ronin mask, uh, who, as we've said, doesn't even really appear until much later in the book. (laughs) So it's hardly worth even wasting airtime on.
0: I know. I am looking at the alternate covers in the back, and I love that David Finch's, like, cover to number one has like a character that never appears <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah is that him on it i think it's supposed to be the century or uh, i'm oh. sorry ronan but it's yeah. uh he's got like i don't know he looks like klaus from freaking <laughs> hellboy or bprd he's got that glass head or whatever yeah you know what i'm talking about.
1: Yep, I know what you're talking about.
0: Looks completely bizarre, and I love that it's there forever and it never happens.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they... Oh, yeah, shit! You are completely right. I was looking at a different one, and now I found it. That is so weird. Yeah, who is that?
0: I have no idea.
1: It totally looks like, uh, Johan. Yes. (laughs) So, yes, it truly was a hodgepodge of characters. It was like Bendis got out all of his Marvel action figures and just... Tossed him up in the air, closed his eyes, and picked a handful. And he said, this is going to be the new Avengers team. Mm -hmm. And then he picked another handful and said, and these are going to be the main villains.
0: (laughs) And he just picked all of them.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like the villains, the ones that he calls out here. Well, let's set this up a bit here before we get really into it. So this is six months after Avengers disassembled. And also Secret War happened sometime in there. And also Young Avengers happened sometime in there, too, which I'm going to briefly touch on because I reread that. I hadn't read it in a long time and thought, why not? But we won't spend a whole lot of time on that. But anyway, six months after the Avengers were uh, disassembled, Electro, of all people, is contracted, because he's an electrician, to (laughs) shut down the raft and break out a mysterious villain. Um... And while doing so, all the low-lives and criminals that are incarcerated are running amok. So a random assortment of heroes come to the aid and fight them off. And then from there on, a new Avengers team is formed.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that I, it?
1: Does that sum it up pretty well? Or I, at least the first couple issues?
0: Yeah, I, I think it, it works really well. I really love the first few pages of this where like uh, an unknown figure is talking to uh max Dillon, and he yeah. asked him costume or no costume well that's completely right. up to you and he's like costume <laughs> yep <laughs> puts on the dorky electric <laughs> <laughs> lightning bolt mask
1: which i i feel like you're not even sure who it is until he puts on the uh, lightning bolt mask too which i thought was kind of a good reveal there mm-hmm. you're like who is this guy who's this heavy hitter and it's like electro really of all people <laughs> But it makes sense. I mean, he's got he's got the powers to do that. He just needed to be kind of pointed in the right direction there. That's
0: right. I mean, you see the large explosion coming out of the raft there on this double-page spread. He's got mm-hmm. quite the punch. Maybe he was pent yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. I think so. <laughs> A lot of
1: male aggression. Um, yeah, I, I speaking of double-page spreads, this book is full of them. Yep. And I think we criticized, or maybe I criticized, David Finch's artwork when we were talking about uh disassembled prior to this and i think he's improved just over that much time Mm -hmm. and i don't want to be like too critical like i'm not gonna say like oh well he's not as good as how i draw stuff (laughs) but we pointed out a couple things where like sometimes his people are very similar looking and like he his characters virtually have no noses but um all things said he's a very talented artist he has kind of a jim lee a grittier Jim Lee feel, yep. I kind of think.
0: Yeah, I actually went and looked because you asked last time we were talking where he got started, and it was uh, Wildstorm, so. Was it? Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. Over in that, uh, or a uh, Wildstorm and like Top Cow over in that image split over that really? way. Do you
1: know what book he did? By no.
0: Hands? No, I okay. don't remember that. That <laughs> <Seven laughs> <right>. was weeks ago. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right.
1: I feel like this uh, premise it would be perfect for a formation of a new Avengers team in the cinematic universe. You know, since we essentially just kind of disbanded the main Marvel Cinematic Avengers, mm-hmm. this would be kind of a cool way to bring in a bunch of new characters. Yeah. And just make a take a whole new look at the Avengers. Because, like, the premise is so, so like, strange so spur of the moment and random that it just works like anyone can be in this because it's just like yeah there's a big disaster and all these villains are out you you literally pull in anyone you want to be in this
0: yeah for sure they already have like the raft in the cinematic universe so why not just have villains that broke out of it
1: (laughs) right and there's so many random marvel villains like you have the abomination somewhere like all these kind of unanswered questions that you could just totally pull in for a cameo Mm -hmm. like this yeah yeah give it a little bit more weight than just a bunch of random thugs in like jumpsuits
0: for sure speaking of random thugs like the double page spread and where electro is like talking to a virtual who's who of villains and when i mean who's who i'm like well who's that <laughs> who <are these> people? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> absolutely i love this um this collection that i have and i think most do Come with a, uh, kind of like a case files or a, a, like a literal who's who of who has escaped on the raft. And they are the most random characters. Like, were these the only ones that Bendis got the authorization to use? Because there's a couple people in there that I'm like, oh, cool, Jigsaw. Or Hydro Man or a few others. And then there's someone called Mandrill, who's literally a baboon. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? And then there's also Griffin, who's also kind of a baboon, <laughs> except he has wings. <laughs> Grey Gargoyle, who I always appreciate. Fool Killer. Dr. Demonicus. <laughs> I mean, what what era did these
0: guys come out of? Who knows? But then, like, oh. later on, uh, they're obviously they all meet with our heroes anyway, and they're fighting. And then Daredevil's like... <laughs> oh, God, not you again, and it's, like, just somebody like Dr. Demonicus is, like, was that in the Bendis run <laughs> where yeah. he used
1: these guys? Right. Was it Mr. Hyde? Was Mi- that who he fought?
0: Oh, yeah. It M- might have been Mr. Hyde, yeah.
1: Okay. B- but again, like, who? Yeah. <laughs> From the novel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How tied in is this continuity? Um, uh, did I say the Purple Man? Purple Man was, I think, pretty popular in Bendis' run on... Um, alias i
0: think yeah i i want to know like how much of alias he had already written and had come out before he started this
1: oh was he writing them concurrently
0: i'm not sure i don't know i have them and i've actually never read them i've always meant to but um, yeah same uh i hear they're good but i mean they make mention to like jessica jones is pregnant and her and luke cage are together i know that they're together in that. they have
1: anal sex in it. Yeah, that's like the very <laughs> that's first the few pages. the claim <laughs> to fame of the alias. Uh, four arc series, I believe. The only thing anyone talks about.
0: <laughs> that literally happens in the first, like, four pages. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know how far I need to read tonight. <laughs> but yeah, uh, soon uh, the uh, heroes that are already split up, we have Jessica Drew and the team of Nelson and Murdoch down with Luke Cage and they're there but for he something
1: just looks like an abysmal toad yeah. <laughs> oh my god does he what is this guy <laughs> he is just a premium wuss
0: <laughs> and a complete troll just like yes. what is happening here I love that he's just such a dickhead or just like a little like a little doof but uh at the same time they're like downstairs with jessica drew and luke cage and and uh the carnage breaks out i think this is like our favorite parts right it absolutely (laughs) is is my
1: favorite part of the entire probably the entire new avengers
0: series and they just because it yeah you get they shove nelson right in that in that locker where the century is because the carnage is carnaging outside yep and uh, he's just like, uh Sentry, sir, please save me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's such a little worm.
0: But then he does. And Sentry
1: just looking total bad A. Eh?
0: He never looked better than in this first appearance, I think. I love the long hair and bearded look.
1: I do too. I like I like the long hair and beard. Or the short hair and no beard. Mm-hmm. But they did the complete opposite of that, like, <laughs> ongoing, and just gave him, like, the Thor look, where he just has long, flowing hair. Yeah. And I don't like that. You need that beard.
0: Yeah, I I know why... I don't... I know why they gave him, like, the longer hair to differentiate him from, like, Hawkeye and Captain America and all that stuff when they're, like, unmasked, because then they'd all kind of look the same. But... At the same time. But,
1: like, how often are they unmasked?
0: I don't know, Dave. <laughs> and,
1: like, give him the beard. <laughs> that's a, that's way more uh, differentiating than any of that.
0: Yeah, nobody has a beard.
1: Mm-mm. And it looks so great. I mean, I guess he was all disheveled and gloomy, so, like, once he snapped out of it, he shaved. But it was such a cool look. Yeah. In that, like, tattered costume. Yeah.
0: Oh, my oh. God. I remember when the Century uh obviously was huge here but he had his own like uh action figure and you could get him with the beard and tattered costume or you could get him with the clean cut look and i was i had them both i was so upset that i could never find the tattered look that's the only one i ever wanted
1: (laughs) (laughs) i know i sold them somewhere (sighs) was the worst decision of my life (laughs) if anyone finds those toys you send them to us. I know
0: we're pretty big stands for the century. I yeah. I I like them a lot. Um.
1: Yeah. We need to. Uh, we need to maybe do an, a show on like that mini series. I'd be okay with that. Reading uh, the second arc of this. More to come on that. They definitely reference back to that, and it made me really want to go and reread it. Mm-hmm. The Paul Jenkins uh, six issue mini, and I've never read the follow up to it. So. It might be worth looking into. Oh, I've... and then Jeff Lemire just did a Century mini series as well, so he's kind of back, I think.
0: Well, he hasn't been. I guess we'll
1: have to wait and see what uh, what happens in Event Fatigue. See if we get to it, <laughs> <laughs> or if we're just too burned out by that point. <laughs>
0: Uh, but moving on, he... Uh, well,
1: well, yeah, what does Sentry do? Uh, How does he make his uh, claim to Oh, my here?
0: God. So he bursts onto the scene by busting down that door, grabs Carnage right by his hiney, and <laughs> flies him into space and tears his ass in half. Oh, my
1: God. It's so great. It is. I, I feel like that was totally Bendis just releasing his frustration on like the 90s marvel characters (laughs) of like you know what i've always hated carnage here's what i'm gonna do (laughs) like i don't think he even gets a line in he just flies him to space and rips him in half and that becomes like an almost an ongoing joke on sentry's powers where they're like can't you just like throw him into space (laughs) like throw him into the sun it's like (laughs) that's not all i do guys But Carnage was uh, out of the picture for quite a bit after this too. I think. Yeah. And eventually they like kind of brought him back, and he had cybernetic legs or something stupid like that. But I really like the idea of like, yep, Carnage is dead. Sentry just (laughs) tore him off in space, (laughs) and that's that.
0: Yeah. I want to know how he came back then, because I mean, was Cletus Cassidy inside, or was he just the goo? No, it was Cassidy. Oh my word. Yeah. All right. All right, You know, goo powers. (laughs) Goo powers, I get it. If anyone (laughs) knows how he came back, hit us up in the comments, because I would love to know. (laughs) Because I have no idea, and I will forget immediately after hitting stop on this to look it up. (laughs) (laughs) And we will not be reading these. Please
1: summarize it thoroughly, (laughs) because I don't want to read a Carnage comic. (laughs) I would just like to know what happened.
0: Please. Um, But anyway, with all that ruckus going on downstairs, there's plenty going on up on the deck of the Raft. Mm. Uh, Spider-Man has found his way there uh, with the aid It's of... brutalized. Yeah. Oh my god, he, he's getting straight murdered. He does.
1: I thought, like, oh my god, is this? Is he trying to take down Spider-Man now? <laughs> Bendis didn't get enough blood when he dismantled the Avengers, now he's gunning for Peter? Little did we know he would do that in the Ultimate Universe <laughs> years later. Yeah. But uh, Jigsaw just snaps Spider-Man's arm in half. I had no idea Jigsaw had any sort of like super strength.
0: Neither did I, but maybe he's pent up.
1: It <laughs> <laughs> could be. It's a reoccurring theme with all these inmates. But uh, they just needed some donuts, as we find out. Yeah.
0: When uh, when he when all the villains were like almost swallowing up Spider-Man, it was like getting claustrophobic a bit.
1: Yeah. And th- yeah, he tries to like. Sp- shoot a web and swing out and they just continually beat him down and he's basically being swarmed. Yeah, and
0: everyone is like, let me at him, it's my turn. <laughs> it's <Yep>. like Christmas. <laughs> Spider-Man made a lot of enemies. <laughs> uh, and then this is actually the first time I ever read anything about the Purple Man, too. Same I had here. no idea who he was and then Luke Cage had the, obviously this back history with him and if even if you watch like Jessica Jones season one on Netflix... I think they did the Purple Man pretty well in that. I guess from what I've seen in the books, but yeah, yeah. When he tried to, well, do... he
1: was like, unfortunately, he was one of my favorite parts of Jessica Jones. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of that came because David Tennant's just so charming, for sure. But, uh, yeah, he was a fun, horrible rapist type of character. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> which I hate to say that out loud, but he was uh, he he was entertaining, I guess, in all of his horrific antics,
0: for sure. But when he tried to mind control. Uh, Luke Cage, I was just eating that apple like a smarmy dick. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, "Ah, why don't you kill your friends and then kill yourself? And then he just turns around. He's like, you're drugged. Fuck you. (laughs) And just like (laughs) almost beats him to death.
1: (laughs) Yep. Like punches that apple right down his throat. God. Right down his purple throat. Yeah. So eventually the heroes uh, quell the riot. There's something like 56 or 54 villains that manage to escape.
0: 42 actually
1: 42 yes well you know it might have been 56 i'm sure some of them maybe didn't make it to shore (laughs) (laughs) does the river was
0: angry that day well when i was reading this so 42 villains escaped does bendis have a thing about the number 42 because isn't like later on
1: ultimate spider-man the uh the spider is 42 test subject 42 oh is it Yeah. And then. And it's the lottery that Miles wins to get
0: into the school. Oh, that's. Okay. And then I think later on, isn't there like a. Dimension forty two where they lock up villains later on?
1: Yeah, I believe there is. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Wonder what that fixation is. When we solve the mystery of who is the uh secret agent that told Bendis the uh Secret War bedtime story, <laughs> we'll turn our attention on to the number forty two. Maybe it's like Stephen King in the number nineteen. It's just like a random number that he has decided to sprinkle in everything he writes.
0: Oh, very very true. Probably so. Could could
1: be could be both wordy that's it (laughs) (laughs) um but they get everything under control they're having a cup of coffee on the raft, or not on the raft, on the shield helicarrier i believe Mm -hmm. and captain america and iron man are just kind of shooting the breeze and being like wow that was something huh maybe the world (laughs) does need the avengers and captain america is kind of a Or, no, who's against it? Iron Man's kind of against it. Yeah. But Captain America kind of talks him into it. He's like, it was just like, remember just like that that first time, just a couple years ago when the Avengers first (laughs) formed? (laughs) It's like the DC Batman continuity where everything that's ever happened exists in a five-year window. But, like, yeah, remember in World War II, (laughs) a couple years back when the Avengers (laughs) formed? (laughs) But anyway, they're like, "Yeah, it was all of us kind of brought together serendipitously, and um, you know, you never could have picked this lineup, but we did it. So I think we need to recruit all these guys and reform the Avengers." Yeah. And it takes some arm twisting, but eventually Stark agrees with it, but ultimately doesn't want to do it because he doesn't want to fund them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like Cap, I am not liquid right now. Remember when I got drunk at the UN and almost killed the Latvian uh, ambassador? Still trying to walk. You're still trying to save face on that yeah, one. Yeah,
0: that Ratfink comment really got me in deep oh, water. Ratfink. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but then um, he ultimately agrees, and Captain America goes, rounds everybody up, minus Daredevil. And uh, the new Avengers are formed, and they decide let's go track down Electro, find out who's behind all this. That's
0: right. I i really like the uh jessica drew spider woman going down into the uh the cell block with a thing of donuts and everyone's just like it was him it's him give me the donuts i
1: know say like you guys are gonna be in here forever there's no no bright light on the horizon so the best i can offer you is this donut right here if you sell out whoever did this (laughs) and they immediately do it yeah
0: Carl Lycos, it was Carl! I know it was Carl <laughs> Gimme the glazed <laughs> I also like too, just like right before this, um now they're taking residence in Stark Tower, uh, for the very first time. And Yeah, yep, ev-
1: that's their new HQ. The
0: uh everyone together and you have the spider the spider people and everyone's questioning like so you two know each other or what's like yeah no she got her name from me i let her borrow it and then she gave it out to like a hundred other chicks Yep, <laughs> i, really I like also that.
1: like spider-man's really good in this but i like uh at one point too he's talking about his costume and he's like my my tights and my booties <laughs> luke cage is like booties <laughs> he's like yeah what do you call them? he's like boots <laughs> <laughs> is all over the place in this like sometimes he's really insensitive and misogynistic like when they they run across the second black widow and he says something like oh yeah I can tell it's her because the other one has bigger and then they cut him off I'm like Peter you're married what the hell is wrong with you
0: but anyway Uh, boys will be boys I guess boys will be boys (laughs)
1: But they find out who's behind it, um, and I totally, Electro- I totally forgot bro-
0: who was behind this.
1: And what when- me too, I forgot that they wound up in the Savage Land <laughs> and all this. Like this goes all over the place. Yeah.
0: I, when I heard, when I, I couldn't even remember who Carl Lykos was. I'm like, Gosh, I, that name sounds so familiar, and yeah. it's like, oh, it's Sauron. I fucking Sauron. hate Sauron. <laughs> I, you don't like Sauron? <laughs> no, I think it's a, it's an odd. It's a very odd mutant. It absolutely is.
1: It's a I think um it might have been Chip Zadarsky that may have given him the best line where <laughs> oh. he, he, someone's like, You're a genius. You don't need to be turning people into dinosaurs. You could be curing cancer. And he responds with, But I don't want to cure cancer. I wanna turn people into dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's all that needs to be said about Sauron. <laughs> That is him in a nutshell.
0: Uh, but nevertheless, they end up going and traveling to the Savage Land to track down Old Sauron's beak himself.
1: <laughs> yep. So hold on a second. So who hired Electro then? Because it wasn't Carl Lykos if he was the one they broke out. Right. Yeah. Was it one of his weird like mutantoids or whatever those guys were?
0: <laughs> Maybe so. I was I wondering if it was going to get to it in this or the the next one, but I I don't I think it like ever did. It...
1: No, I feel like through Bendis' run, he has so many shadowy conversations (laughs) where they just get mixed up and forgotten about, and there are some (laughs) that never get explained, but he's almost got like some character off camera, like pulling some strings. And he, he has so many of them, you just mix them up or forget about them entirely. <laughs> I don't know if this one is ever revealed. Maybe it's even revealed in this, but I can't even remember.
0: No, I have no idea either.
1: But And if they are, it's someone random, like Carl Lyko. So <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh... I was guessing Dr. Doom. And you're coming in, it's such a lowball, with Carl Lyko. No kidding.
0: watch it be like somebody like tiger shark or some shit like that exactly like i don't know or care who that is yeah um but yeah they 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 find they find themselves dr
1: demonicus books (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you that's what i need in my life
0: they find themselves in the savage land uh peacefully landing uh through all those dinosaurs to only be like trampled by a tyrannosaurus rex like immediately.
1: Yep. And they've even made a joke like, yeah, you never land peacefully in the Savage Land. (laughs) Then Stark's like, did it. And then their Quinjet is exploded (laughs) by just a herd of (laughs) Tyrannosaurus running by. Uh,
0: And then uh, the gang fights a a dinosaur and then uh, Jessica Drew runs into old Wolverine himself, the old Knucklehead. What's he doing down there?
1: What was he doing down there?
0: I can't remember. Just hanging out. But he just, was there. His favorite hot spot. Uh he gets uh he, he stabs himself in his own neck. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Wolverine just bongle. Just a power move. Yeah. <laughs> uh, check out this. I
1: thought I thought she did it to
0: him. Yeah, she did.
1: Okay, good. I was like, did I totally miss something? Maybe I was too kind about that David Finch art, and I was way off. Yeah, I thought that was great, though. Like, that's how she got out of it. She just stabbed him with his own claws in his neck. <laughs> Pretty brutal, Jeff.
0: Oh, nasty way to go. Um... <laughs> <You know. laughs> Impaled on her own gardening shoes. <laughs> nasty way to go. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but then, uh, they all find themselves strung up, nude. Naked. Nude. Great sex appeal for all the teen boys reading this book to see a very stacked Jessica Drew possibly, <laughs> maybe possibly Just... sneaking a peek.
1: Yeah, she is quite ample. And they draw attention to this many times. I think, uh, Bendis has a thing for Jessica Drew.
0: Oh, yeah. well Because late... there
1: is a moment in, uh, the next arc where she confronts uh the wrecker is that him who's the crowbar guy
0: uh yeah i think it is the wrecker
1: and he says uh let me quote him here (laughs) i really do like how you look in that costume sweet cakes (laughs) and then she responds with yeah right back at you woo boy (laughs) So, yeah, and we also find out that she has a superpower, of a pheromone superpower, to automatically make people attracted to her. Yeah. So, I mean, come on, Jess, the costume isn't really necessary there. <laughs> right.
0: You didn't even but, need uh, those donuts. But it is a pretty
1: pretty slamming costume. Yep. It it absolutely accentuates the busty area.
0: For sure. And I Bendis definitely has a thing for her, because she is, like, a main player come later on in the events, and then... I think he was doing like a Spider Woman side book with Alex Maleev. I think, really. Uh, but I know they put it on like a hype. High... Couldn't have got Frank Cho for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> imagine his disappointment. <laughs> but I apparently they put that on hold. I think I have the motion comic of that when they were still doing oh. those. But they what
1: an odd relic i know i know <laughs> the
0: i think spider-woman
1: motion comic i know
0: i uh but i, I want to say they put it on hold because they had like big plans for coming down the line and that had to be like mm. like after it had the event secret
1: invasion stuff right yeah yeah it was yeah well um Yeah, we won't get into too much, but there is another shadowy figure conversation (laughs) involving her, where she's recruited to the Avengers, and as she's going in, she's already talking to somebody and uh, playing the role of a double agent Mm -hmm. there, where it looks like she's a spy. Mm -hmm. And we don't know who, but if I remember correctly, it is like the whole secret invasion plot, right?
0: I believe so. Are we assuming
1: that's who she's talking with? Unless... Unless Unless there was another shadow conspiracy. Is it,
0: I think, is it another one though? Because is she also with like Hydra or something like that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, she might be. I don't remember. I remember there's one panel and I think it is in a Frank Cho illustrated uh, story arc of Spider Woman where it goes through like her backstory and how convoluted it is. And that's kind of like why Bendis chose her because nobody had like this rock solid history for her. Mm -hmm. And it shows her getting, like, all these enhancements and experiments. And she's, like, laid out on a table and everything. And it totally looks like they're giving her breast implants. (laughs) And I'm like, well, probably. You know, (laughs) look at her. Why not just slip those in there, too, while you're, like. (laughs) While we got you open. Why don't don't we just slip these in there? (laughs) Yep. Yep. You're, you're a solid C, but you know what? I think I think you could pull off a D. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. Those things are like H's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, if we're talking realism. Here.
0: <laughs> oh, of course.
1: If we're ratioing real life to comic books, you know.
0: Um, eventually, Tony Stark does outthink old Sauron himself by summoning his armor by, uh, via Google. <laughs> via a, a Google assistant or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the Avengers end up uh, getting... Unstrapped from that uh, containment device, the costumes slap back on and they take it to Sauron and his prehistoric buds.
1: Right. And by Sauron, we mean Carl Lycos because he's in human form through this entire thing until he, uh, I think, touches Wolverine
0: yeah. and yep. can
1: finally transform into his full dinosauric glory <laughs> for one panel until he is immediately shot in the head (laughs) (laughs) in the next panel by a group of covert shield operatives (laughs) so it is like the biggest bait and switch where we get this like huge full page spread full page spread of him like wings open looking like he's just gonna tear him up and then bam shot in the head (laughs) done for or is he because he absorbed wolverine's healing factor he heals a bit and then just bakes the shield officer that shot him because apparently he has fire breath, which I didn't remember. I didn't. But I can't either. say I've read a whole lot of Sauron books either.
0: <laughs> oh, you didn't read the Sauron mini that came out? Didn't. after this? Nope. <laughs> yeah, me neither.
1: Um, but the one he killed, or the one he uh, lights up on fire, is the other Black Widow. Yep. That Peter mentions very, um, very misogynistically. Yeah. Uh, mentions her, and that was someone that Bendis wrote a mini-series on, too, I think. Oh, The blonde Black Widow.
0: Oh, really? I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think he did, uh, like, a mini with her. So he had some kind of pre-established experience with her character, but then, like, completely takes her off the board and, like, wrecks her in this, because she's severely burned... And if I remember right, we leave that arc with her talking to another shadowy figure (laughs) in her hospital room as she's recovering from being very badly burned. Yes. Saying, like, do you want to get your revenge? And she's like, yes, yes. And I cannot tell you if she comes back or not. He He sets a lot of stuff up, but I do not remember her coming back.
0: I don't remember it either. Huh. Man, there's so many
1: <laughs> I guess we'll find out as we're doing this reread like now we will finally uncover all the uh all the clues that he drops or, or doesn't, doesn't. Drop. <laughs> or drops and never picks up.
0: <laughs> yep. But then that'll lead us right into volume 2, The Century.
1: Oh yeah. And... What a confusing arc this was.
0: Yeah, quite I I think if you if you read like the mini that came out before this you would get a lot more out of this because otherwise you'd you'd be like i don't know what the heck this guy's deal is (laughs) right yep
1: um we should start off by saying he jumps to a different artist in this and we get uh steve mcniven who i think this might be like probably my first time seeing his artwork Mm -hmm. and it is amazing i love McNiven's art. I
0: also really love. I think this is the first time I also saw him as well. I love his super clean line, and everybody looks just perfect.
1: Yeah, the facial expressions are like some of the best I think. Yeah, and I haven't seen a whole lot of what he's done lately. I think he probably doesn't. I mean, he doesn't do a monthly book like this anymore. But I remember when this came out, and I was so enamored with like David Finch and the detail. And then this issue or these issues came out, and it was so different. But I think it also, part of my brain that maybe I didn't even realize it at the time was like, man, I think I like this more. It's just so much cleaner and Mm -hmm. like aesthetically more pleasing. Yeah. Uh, And the people look
0: different, you know? Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. I became a huge fan of Steve McNiven. And then he was on, I don't know if he was on the monthly books for, well, he was on the monthly books for a little bit, but then he also did a couple of events, maybe.
1: Yeah. Well, he did Civil War. Right, and he did uh the old man Logan, uh both Millar, right, and then he I think he did some Millar stuff, like some independent stuff, like he did um Nemesis, right,
0: yeah, but Nemesis wasn't even hardly as like detailed as this, and maybe it's like his inker, but maybe, yeah,
1: um i yeah i if I remember right, Nemesis was a little lacking, I felt like when I read that
0: what I also like too, is that he also does the old timey comics as well. Yeah, draws him in a different style. There.
1: <laughs> I was gonna ask you that if that was him or not, because it could have easily been just like another little guest artist. But it, if that is him doing that, like good, good work. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you, you fooled me. I
0: was uh, looking at the credits and I don't see any other artists credited, so it's got to be yeah. him. Yeah, that.
1: there's a lot of work on this. I mean, th- towards the end, there's a lot of panels that are just people talking in, like, a white room. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like he balances that out by having a lot of insane, like, montage panels, which I'm sure some were pulled from previous books that maybe some other artists worked on. But for the most, I think he drew a lot of these when it's just, like, a full-on page of, like, comic book panels or, like, a flashback of a thousand moments in Bob Reynolds' life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this also, uh, I believe, marks the first appearance of the Illuminati. Yes.
0: I was, um, I kind of forgot that it happened this early.
1: Yeah. And then when does the Illuminati, when did that miniseries happen? That had to be shortly after this. Uh,
0: Yeah, I wanted to say, ooh, maybe after House of M, but before Civil War. Ooh, yeah, I don't that know. sounds
1: right. I started reading House of M uh, this afternoon, actually, and it. I'm always kind of surprised how much I enjoy it when I start off. I feel like that one gets a bit long as it goes, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it was it was good, and another great artist on that one, too. Um, what was that, who is on that Chung, Jim Chung?
0: For which one? House, House of, of M? M? Oh, yeah, I yeah. think so. I don't remember.
1: I... Or is it Koipel?
0: Oh, it's, it's, uh... Kopeel. Yeah, it's Kopeel, who, who does oh, okay, it.
1: Okay, yeah. Oh, Jim Chung did Young Avengers. Yep. So that's the other one I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, brief sidetrack. That has nothing to do with what we've been talking about. <laughs> but maybe
0: something coming
1: up. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we get the Illuminati in this. And it's uh, it's a good little brain trust of the heavy thinkers in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. I love the first of many appearances of them.
0: I loved the introduction of the Illuminati. I thought it was an awesome idea.
1: Yeah, Tony Stark just walks into this, like, rundown... Uh, <laughs> like storage unit (laughs) out in the middle of nowhere and yeah all these guys uh doc strange reed richards black bolt professor x and namor are just sitting around like a card table waiting for him (laughs) reed richards playing on some little portable gizmo (laughs) looks like a kid in the back seat on a family road trip (laughs) Um, but they're basically going to discuss the Sentry, right? That's what they're chatting about. You're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you reformed the Avengers. How about this crazy lunatic that you're bringing onto <laughs> yeah. the team? What's up with him?" Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, and the, it's pretty much like, eh, I really don't know what's going on with him. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. So, um, there's also kind of a B plot of this with the Wrecker trying to get his uh, crowbar back from some collector, some superhero, super villain collector. And he barges into the home of some poor teenage girl uh, and takes her hostage. And then the Avengers come in and they have a throwdown that lasts kind of back and forth over the three or four issues that this runs. But the main plot is basically trying to figure out what the hell is going on with the Sentry. Mm-hmm. And he's... Uh, sequestered himself into a cave in the nevada desert uh he's still got that beard Mm -hmm. and he's like this is nuts you know i killed my wife what am i doing and shield comes in and they're like your wife is right here and also here's paul jenkins a comic book (laughs) writer that wrote a mini series (laughs) about you (laughs) what are you what is going on (laughs) <laughs> and what a what a way to end an issue there where <laughs> Bendis like totally almost does a uh, Grant Morrison type of thing where he's fully acknowledging the creator of the character in the comic itself and throws so many layers on this that I never feel like it ever completely pays off. But I do love the idea of the character.
0: So do I. Where
1: he's essentially the first like golden age marvel superhero right that's kind of what they're saying and he had his memory wiped out by a shadowy organization (laughs) and as a result everyone else in the world forgot about him too and he's just been living a normal life as bob reynolds yep but then i forget why how did he end up checking himself into the raft why did he think he killed his wife
0: i don't know i i That's It's kind of hazy because it it jumps around quite a bit. Unless he thinks, like, the Void did it? I I don't know.
1: Yeah, and he also, his uh, main nemesis is the Void. Just this crazy, another shadowy character. But this one is basically like his own split personality. And it only appears when he uses his powers. Mm -hmm. But I also don't remember if... Does he know it's his split personality, or does he just think the Void shows up when he uses his powers? Does he know that he is the Void? In, By the end of this, he does, but I can't remember if he did in the miniseries.
0: In the miniseries, he, f- I think, remembers and figures it out.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Yeah. Uh,
0: but What's also in the miniseries is that uh, that they have a, a snapshot of like a real-life-looking sentry in this. Yeah. Yep. I hate. That.
1: It <laughs> that is terrible.
0: Photo. They could not
1: have gotten a better, like, mocked-up person dressed as a sentry. <laughs> yeah, it is awful. God awful.
0: Every time I see it, I'm like, "Why didn't you just draw it?"
1: Yeah, I have no idea. No idea.
0: God damn. Uh, but anyway, they uh, they they have. Uh, garnered the help of the X-Men at this point with the help of Emma Frost to come and kind of probe inside the Sentry's mind to, like, unearth some some kind of secret.
1: Yeah, and that's where they find out that Mastermind of the X-Men uh, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants was contracted by a mysterious figure who we find out, I think, was the General. I think he was just, like, some made-up Sentry villain. hmm Unless it wasn't, unless it was someone more than that, but I'm pretty sure they say it's the general and then give no further explanation. <laughs> That's it. That's all you get. <laughs> That's the general. Get your car insurance from the general. <laughs> uh, but while she's giving him a deep scope, a deep mental scope, um, the Void is attacking all the heroes as they're kind of fending him off while she's able to do this, uh, you know, hope healing to his psyche. Mm-hmm. And they eventually just kind of come to terms with the fact that he's been brainwashed and made to forget, and now those mental blocks have been broken, and he can come out in his full exploding sun, shining night, sentry glory, <laughs> and by doing so, the Void is just gone, and he's, uh, he's back to being a hero And everyone's like, I don't know about
0: this. (laughs) (laughs) Something seems awfully fishy about this guy that we've never seen before
1: yeah and now his tower is actually built on top of stark tower as well <laughs> he has that crazy looking sinister watchtower <laughs> that everyone has just been ignoring for the past like 40 or five years <laughs> that is now perched atop stark tower i like that and that's now their old there it's like their treehouse on top of their headquarters
0: i uh I, maybe it was a poor choice to have Jay Lee design the tower for the century, because it oh, is yeah. just so sinister looking.
1: It is a total Jay Lee construct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, then we uh, jump back to uh, the Illuminati for one mm-hmm. final uh, double page spread here, and uh, talking about... Uh, what is, what a, what, a, what are they talking about here? Like, uh, the Avengers? I think they say,
1: like, yeah, they're like, so the Avengers are back. You're going to have a sentry. What were you, what did you guys find out in the Savage Land? And Stark's like, nothing. <laughs> no, nothing. Even though there's, like, a telepath and a master of the mystic arts and the smartest man in the world, he's like, no, no nothing, no, nothing. But we didn't even touch on that. It was like, there's a kind of like a, a deep ops shield group or a S.H.I.E.L.D. faction that was mining, like, the natural resources of the Savage Land, right? Was that...
0: Something to that effect. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I felt like it didn't really amount to a whole
0: lot. I don't think it ever comes back, from what I understand. Like, I don't remember at all. And being that, like, we're kind of just getting warmed up with this. But you're continuing on with New Avengers, right?
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to kind of read that as I'm hitting all these event books. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so I'll fill you in if anything comes up. Good
0: deal. I'm gonna jump right into House of M and get yes, because that will be
1: next. That. That's the next one we'll talk about, and it takes place right after this, I believe, in the timeline of the Avengers.
0: Awesome. Well, I saw at the end of the century that the as Ronan is next, so.
1: Oh, we're going to get some answers.
0: Possibly. <laughs> we're going to see whoever hairings. Bendis
1: was able to, <laughs> to allow into the team. Um, and also, while this was going on, the Young Avengers title was kind of popular and it kicked off another Avengers team. And I reread these 12 issues because I remembered liking it when I read them uh, when they first came out. And you said you've never read this, right? Right, I
0: have the collection, but I just never had the time to sit down and read it.
1: Yeah, it was written by Alan Heinberg of The O.C., like the TV show. Really? Yeah, I think I guess he's a big comic fan, because hmm. I think I've heard he sprinkled, uh, sprinkled some comic references into that show, but uh, wouldn't you know it, I've never seen it, <laughs> and it had Jim Chung on the art, and he does amazing yes. art duties on this. So the book looks great, and it's... It's fun and breezy, but it feels it definitely feels like a TV writer trying out comics for the first time. Mm. And not everything quite pays off. Like it's stereotypical in a lot of spots. It has a lot of beats like a TV show would, which makes it pretty easy to read. Um, but then there's also a lot of things that happen where I feel like he just he was not thinking about the consequences of how a lot of mm. these events would ultimately play out. But overall, it's not a bad read, and it's pretty short. His run, I think, like I said, was only 12 issues, and it wraps up pretty well. And I think it does, there isn't another Young Avengers book for quite a while before, I think, Carrie Gillian takes it over years later and kind of brings it back.
0: Okay. Right on. But,
1: it, yeah, the characters in it are definitely interesting because I'm going to give you the rundown of the list here. Uh, there's Teddy and Billy. One of them's a speedster, and one of them is Wiccan with, like, magical powers. They are Scarlet Witch's children.
0: I see.
1: Who apparently didn't exist, and what caused the entire Avengers Disassembled arc. Okay. But I don't... There, that There. is one thing in this book where they mention that at the end, but they don't really say how this is possible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: But... They've they've been alive their whole life, but somehow they were also, like, blinked into existence and then out of existence by the Scarlet Witch. I don't know. I don't know if they ever pick up on that or not. Again, if someone listening to this knows, fill us in. But that was something that I felt was very vague, yet um, pretty instrumental to kind of what we're talking about, how <laughs> that kicked off this entire thing. Mm-hmm. There's also um, Eli, who is the grandchild of the first black Captain America.
0: Oh, okay. He
1: is a patriot in this. Mm -hmm. There's Cassie Long, the daughter of Ant-Man, Scott Long. Lang, I'm sorry, Lang, Cassie Lang. Are you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm I'm listening. I'm absorbing on every word. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's Hulkling, who I think changes his name to Changeling. He's like a shapeshifter, and he is the son of the original Captain Marvel of the Kree Empire. There's the Kate Bishop. Hawkeye makes her first appearance in this. There's Iron Lad, a time-traveling Iron Man character from the future, who turns out to be Kang the Conqueror in a younger form. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Vision also returns in this. He's rebuilt. Oh, cool. So, uh. A- A veritable who's who of Avengers loose ends from the last uh, couple arcs that we read there. All of them just kind of like legacy heroes, I guess, to these original ones. So I thought the lineup was kind of cool, and I like how they do tie them all together.
0: Yeah, that that is a really cool lineup. I I know some parts of it. I think I heard the Scarlet Witch thing with uh, Wiccan and what's the speedster's name? Speed. Spe- <laughs> the name is Speed. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, I yep. thought I heard that before, but I've completely forgotten. Isn't the Hulkling like a Cree Skrull hybrid?
1: Yes, he is. Yep,
0: right on. And I think so, Wiccan Marvel
1: had some uh, had some action with one of the scroll Empresses. Oh
0: boy! And I think Wiccan and Hulkling are also like a thing as well. They're like a, a yeah, gay couple. Yeah, they're dating.
1: They're a couple, which is pretty. Uh, pretty risque, I guess, at the time this came out. It was early 2000s. It wasn't quite as commonplace as it is now.
0: It's also some weird interspecies erotica.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it sure is. Three different species right there in that uh, melting pot. <laughs> a menage
0: a trois of love.
1: Yes. In that bubbling cauldron.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. That's uh, that's what uh, we got going on here. The, the formation of the New Avengers and a little bit... Uh, after that, of the, even.
1: Of the Young Avengers, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I uh, I really am enjoying Bendis' run on this, and I think I'll, uh, I was going over through some of the comments of our last few videos of this, and it seems like a lot of people that were on board with this early 2000s uh, Bendis run for a while, anyway, until maybe it gets out of hand, but I'm glad yeah, that some people are following was along. It very
1: fresh, absolutely. Like When it came out, it felt very different from a lot of other stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And may, I mean I wasn't big on comics at that point, but maybe because they just all kind of felt the same and then when this one came out, it was like, oh, hey, look at this. This is this feels very different mm-hmm. from all the stuff that I'm not really reading. So <laughs> maybe it's not the best <laughs> comparison, but I remember it hitting a chord.
0: Yes. Oh, what a what a time to be alive. What a time to still be alive, I tell you that right oh, now. what a time
1: to revisit that time that we were alive. <laughs> <laughs> We're all living our best lives.
0: So uh, next week, or next show, rather, we're going to be going over House of M. Do you have any of the tie-ins, did you say? Or none? No, I
1: don't. Ooh, I might... I'm going to leave that in your ballpark. You give it a look and tell me what's worth commenting all right. on. I
0: might thumb through some of them. I remember only a few of them, so I'll see. Uh, but I'm excited about that, because that's one I haven't revisited in a while. So
1: yeah. Yep, And who does the art on the House of M? Is that uh, did we decide that was Copil? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Yes. Oh, yeah. I just imagine you would cut out that rambling that I did. earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, no, it's in there.
0: Uh, but yeah, that's going to be it. So if they want to find us on the Internet, Dave, where can they do so?
1: Um, I don't know, Troy, where? where why do you toss this to me? <laughs> <laughs> well... You know, I'm always scattered when I'm put on the spot like this. We're on YouTube. Uh, we're on the Anchor podcast thing. All the podcast sources, I believe, you can find us at uh, Twitter at Imperious Show, Gmail at Imperius Rec Show. What else do you want from that's me? That's it.
0: That's all I want, Dave. Right. That's it. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. If you want to tag me on uh, on some of those two at Troy to the Max, that's that's me. You can you can throw me on there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and
1: uh, we, we did you have something else? Here? No, I did not. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I did want to say, I should have said this up top, but uh, obviously it's no no secret of all the craziness that's happening right now in the world. So uh, we released our last episode last week, and it felt weird, like we sat on it for a while, Yeah, but it doesn't seem like the time to be just talking about silly things. Uh-huh. Um, So if if you do need a distraction from real-world events, we're happy to provide that. But uh, also, we urge you, don't lose sight of the greater cause there. And if you can, if you're able, you know, help out, do what you can, do what's best for you, support whatever charity you feel comfortable with. Uh, You know, there's a a lot of strife going on right now, and... The fact that we grow up on comic books and talk comic books and talk superheroes and fighting for good, um, it's good to try to, you know, repay that in life. So support an organization like Black Lives Matter or any of those affiliated with it and just try to be a good person.
0: Very well said, Dave.
1: Thanks. You could put that at the beginning, actually. (laughs) That might might fit better. (laughs) Kick it off with that. Um, but yeah, that, that's it. It feels it feels so strange to have all this going on and still go about your day-to-day activities, but obviously you have to keep some sanity and allow a little bit of time for entertainment, so if this is it, we thank you for tuning in, but uh, also, yeah, don't lose sight of the real important things in the world right now, too.
0: That's right all these funny books getting in the way. <laughs>
1: that's right. <laughs> God, if they weren't in the way at some point, I would have gone nuts by now. It's been a, quite a year. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, that's going to be the show, so uh, until next time, I've been short of the Max Extreme.
1: And I've been Ghost Hunter Dave.
0: And this has been Imperious Rex. We'll catch you in the next event. Imperious Bye-bye. Imperius Rex. Imperius Rex.
1: Imperious Rex. Imperius Rex Imperious Rex imperious Rex Imperious Rex
0: Imperious Rex Imperious Rex Imperious
1: Rex, imperious Rex imperious There we go. That was good. That was a good one.